Well, earlier this week, we announced, uh, actually on Monday, we announced a, uh, an expansion, if you will, of a Jewish unity initiative that has been part of and has been so key to JM and the AM and everything we've done here for 30 plus years. And the reception to what we announced on Monday has been unbelievable. And I want to thank the president of Yeshiva University, Richard Joel, who has agreed to accompany me on the trip as we've reaffirmed our decades-long commitment to Jewish unity. And as many of you know at this point, our radio shows are going to emanate during the center of Hanukkah, right in the middle of the holiday, from Paris, France. We're going to be presenting an amazing Jewish music event in the historic Great Synagogue of Paris, built in 1874 on the Wednesday night, fourth night of Hanukkah. All in the spirit of togetherness, in the spirit of Jewish unity. An evening that will highlight that spirit of togetherness. We take this message, which has worked really effectively in the United States, and I would argue as well, has worked very effectively in terms of our relationship with our brothers and sisters in the state of Israel, as we've picked up and gone to Israel on occasions when we felt there was a boost of solidarity needed, a boost of togetherness needed, and now we're taking that message to Europe. I want to thank Ohad, who we mentioned yesterday, has been one of the key people in between his English, Hebrew, and French, and beyond that, not just a language thing, but beyond that has been such an amazing assistant to, to all of us to get this project off the ground and to get it to this point. And we look forward to him celebrating with us in Paris, celebrating Jewish life. And Mark Zamek, as you would expect, is going to be producing our radio shows that Wednesday and Thursday from Paris. And our radio shows that week, no doubt, will have a certain tone to them and a certain celebratory spirit. After all, it is the middle of the holiday of Hanukkah. Mark Zamek is with us live via telephone. Mark, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem, this has been a concept that uh, we've concentrated over the last uh, couple of days on the centerpiece of this entire journey, which is, of course, the concert presentation that's going to be happening in the Great Synagogue of Paris. But I am certainly not one to overlook, and I don't think our listeners are ones to overlook, how important our radio shows are going to be on that Wednesday before the event and Thursday after the event in Paris. Uh, You and I and our team have been together for some incredible journeys, especially those that include uh, brotherhood and uh, togetherness and sending a special message uh, to our audience and to the Jewish world. But this one, I think, is going to be even more significant. What are your thoughts as you start to think about some of the things we'll feature and we'll be discussing and presenting from Paris during that special Hanukkah week? Um, well, I actually went online yesterday just to look at pictures of the shul in Paris where we're <laughs> going to be doing the concert from. And, you know, as the kids say today, Nachum, OMG. <laughs> I can't even speak to this because I haven't been in the building yet, but anybody who has has been going crazy about what it's like to be in there. Looking at the pictures, I mean, what a spectacular place. And I actually, um, and again, you mentioned it was built in the 1870s, before even many, you know, um, Jewish uh, houses of worship started using electronic amplifying equipment. So this was built before microphones were in use anywhere. And I actually, I mentioned to my friend at Tunnel Herstic, the other day, see, I'm name-dropping. I, I mentioned to the title Herstic over Shabbat that we were going to be doing a concert. He's actually performed there. Ooh. And he says the acoustics in that room are unbelievable. Yeah. So it's just, it's going to be such a special place to do an event from. Um, 
And so from a show perspective, I think when we started discussing it, you know, look, the impetus of the show, and I've been listening to part of what you have been saying over the week, certainly is to show our unity with, um, with our brothers and sisters in France um, over the past year of what they've gone through. But this, this is really, we're coming up on the, the anniversary, essentially, unfortunately, of one of the things that put the French Jewish community on the map a year ago. Right. And, um, and we wanted to make sure that we weren't going over there just to talk about that, but to celebrate everything that's, that's good about uh, a Jewish community that, quite frankly, has been around for, for centuries. Yeah, no, uh, and who take great pride in their community, and uh, and who, and again, with, uh, and the message we're bringing is simply we want to celebrate, we want to celebrate what Jewish life is in an area like that, and just remind people around the world that there are brothers and sisters going through some challenging times, and we need to remind everybody that we need to be thinking of them, we need to be doing. You know, it, it's interesting. I actually came across something yesterday. Yeah, there's this whole discussion about what the word Orthodox means. Right, but the word Orthodox actually comes from uh, 18th century France. Hmm. When Napoleon wanted to put, Napoleon decided to sort of, you know, do whatever Napoleon was going to do. But Napoleon appointed his son Hedrin to sort of flip the Jewish community in France to be a French community first and perhaps a Jewish community second. And the Jews in Paris said, "No, that's we're not going to, we're not going that way." And this is in, you know, the 1790s. We're not. We're not going to. We're not going to do that. And and the, ortho, the term Orthodox turned out to was created as a derogatory term for a group of people who were saying, you know what, this is our heritage, and we're not going to change just because some guy comes in and tells us we're going to change. And we've embraced that. And you know, so you just think about the fact that every single per, you know uh, observant person in our community uses this moniker to describe themselves. And it, this is where it's. This is literally. Where the term came from? Yeah, interesting. The uh, that's a good description of the steadfastness of the French Jewish community for centuries. A very, very good description. A wonderful example. Mark Zamek's with us. All right, we got to talk about the shows first of all. From a from a uh, location standpoint, I don't. I'm not even sure. Uh, obviously, we you and I have not seen the uh, interior of the synagogue, but but it's going to be amazing that our broadcasts are actually going to emanate from that building. And that's going to be remarkable. It's a just to be inside it and to describe where we are and the history behind it. We have never been in a in a situation like that where we're able to, uh, to describe to people, you know, on the spot where we are and how incredible location it is. So I'm looking. Well, and, and, and and to some extent, with you know 2015 technology, we won't only have to describe it to people. That's right. Um, we are planning to uh, broadcast live both morning shows over the Internet, as has become our custom on our remotes. And also the plan is uh, we're actually, you and I and Miriam are going to be there about a day and a half before the first show. Right. We're going to do, hopefully, a fair amount of, this is what Paris is, and it, you know, this is what the Jewish Committee of Paris is, and record that and place some of that on the morning as well. You notice I announced it on the air before I asked permission. Yeah, I like that. And I, knowing you, you're probably going through a whole bunch of different ideas that we're going to be presenting that day. Because as you said, we're trying to celebrate, we're trying to uh, paint the, uh, uh, the the incredible Jewish community of Paris for what it is, which is a historic and incredible community. And that is our goal at that time. And as, well, as long as we can broadcast from there for a couple of days, we'll be able to keep them, our brothers and sisters in Europe, for 
for, at the forefront in listeners' minds and remind people that as long as there are challenging times around this globe for people in our community, we are going to make sure to pay careful attention and be there in whatever way we can. Mark Zomik is with us. It'll be Wednesday and Thursday of Hanukkah that we're going to be broadcasting from Paris. I can imagine the roster of guests that we're going to have and the special guests who are going to be joining us for the event and, of course, those who are in Paris to begin with who are part of the Jewish leadership there. Uh, no doubt it'll be amazing. Have you given any consideration, and I'm sure there's some people thinking about this, especially those who know you, have you given any consideration about our rule, which generally is we don't allow... <laughs> We don't allow other languages but English to be to be part of our radio broadcast for obvious reasons. Uh, this time, I think we're going to have to bend that rule a bit. Have you thought about how we're going to approach the whole language barrier as we present those shows? Well, uh, initially, my thought was to have um, ZK do closed captioning in English on the video, <laughs> but I'm not sure he can type that quickly. Um, not a bad idea. Look, I, Look, I, I think that, that 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 part of the reason that um, let, let, let me say it differently, I, I don't know that the rule is that we don't really include other languages. I think that we include other languages when <laughs> when when the language itself is important. Meaning that there are many many listeners who listen to th- this show every morning at seven o'clock to hear the news from Israel in Hebrew, and they don't speak fluent Hebrew. Right. Because it gives them a feeling of what go, what's going on in Israel from a tone and activity. And, and by the way, quite frankly, it, in my mind, it would be inappropriate to go to two shows in Paris and not bring French speakers who ultimately we're going to translate for on the radio right. to, to give the listeners that feeling of what it means to be a Jew in France. Yeah. And, um, you know, I would, think, I would think if we try to avoid it in this case, it would be lacking in you know in, in the presentation we're trying to make. Yeah. We're, not, we're not we're not going to celebrate the English speaking Jewish community in Paris. We're going to celebrate the Jewish community in Paris. Hundred percent speaks French, and many of them speak Hebrew. As you know, it's it's sort of right. like the uh, you know thank God uh, it's uh, it's become an international language Hebrew at this point for so many communities. And the French community it seems to really have been. Uh, one that they picked up uh, very quickly and utilized on a regular basis. Well, we're taking our message of Jewish unity to Europe, everybody, reaffirming, as we said earlier in the week, our decades-long commitment to Jewish unity and reminding people, it's a very simple concept, reminding people how urgent and important it is to keep our brothers and sisters in mind, especially those going through challenging times. We're going to be celebrating Jewish life in Paris with two radio shows and the special event in the Great Synagogue of Paris, Hanukkah, 5776. And as you hear, Mark Zamek is busily thinking and preparing as those shows are going to be landmark shows in the history of JM in the AM. Mark, anything you'd I like got, to... I, yeah. Yeah, I got the GoPro yesterday. Ooh! Tell everybody how that's going to enhance our show. I, I really have no idea. It's going to be very interesting. But at some point, at some point during the concert, we might, you know, wrap it around your uh, your chest so we can get to... We can get your view of what's happening behind stage. Actually, and we've always wanted to do that before, so I, maybe this is our opportunity. I actually like that idea. Anybody else out there who's uh, technologically inclined, want to make a suggestion to Mark, email him about the use of the GoPro and how we could put it to good use that day. By the way, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to get one of those, um, what do you call those cameras when you could, when you could see in 30 seconds what happens over 30 hours? Cause I'd like to, I'd like time to, lapse. time lapse. Time-lapse. I'd like to get a time lapse camera into the shul just to watch that synagogue and sanctuary turn into still a sanctuary, of course, but a venue for a Hanukkah celebration. I'm sure that'll be very interesting. 
there are going to be a lot of interesting things that we're going to be able to do with the crew that we take to uh, take the boat. You know what? We don't need it. We'll just let Jamie sit in the back of the school the whole time. Yeah. Take a picture every 10 minutes. That's it. There you go. Just hold that camera up for a long, long time. Uh, Mark. We've got to be in the same spot. Don't move. Tell not to move. Mark, I thank you. We've been part of uh, Jewish history many times, and this one is another significant move, and I greatly appreciate it. Re- it really is so amazing what, you know, a little bit of imagination on the part of you and Miriam. And, and some others, and, you know, and we move mountains. I mean, and by the way, the listeners have, there, there is, we're almost at the point where we could write a book about planning the trip, and we're still three weeks away. <laughs> I know. I know. Thank Just, God. <laughs> you know, the, the one story that, that, that we're going to save, I'm sure, for the day before the concert is, I almost had, because it fits into Leora's show for today, I almost had her call him and get the story on the air, but I didn't want to ruin it. Like, just blows your mind. Of And by the way, that one story, I'm teasing a little too much, that one story is what describes the Jewish community all over the world. And this is what we bring to the air. It's just, it, it leaves you speechless to hear that story. And then now to think about how perfect it is as a segue into what we're doing. Ah, no question about it. Hold on tight, everybody. This is going to be an amazing ride till we get to Hanukkah and celebrate together, uh, in the, uh, in, in the middle of Europe and, uh, being heard and seen around the world. Mark, thank you so much. Looking forward. It's my pleasure. Looking forward to it as well. Thursday morning, Rosh Chodesh Kislev morning, getting closer and closer to Jewish history as far as I'm concerned. Certainly Jewish radio history. Here's Ohad, who we continue to salute at JM in the AM. Oh, yeah. 
שלך לא נומי 